Welcome to AIM Hometown Innovations Podcast. This podcast is designed to offer insights, best practices, and innovative solutions for the challenges facing Hoosier cities and towns. Each edition will offer ideas and inspiration while showcasing the talent and commitment of Indiana's local leaders. Enjoy the program. This episode of AIM Hometown Innovations podcast is sponsored by Taft. At Taft, we think forward. Taft's Municipal Practice Group offers our clients a one-stop shop for all their city or town's needs. From abatements to zoning, Taft has the experience and capability to achieve the best outcome for your city or town. Constructed a little differently, Taft has built its team with former corporation counsel and city attorneys. We not only understand the legal issues, but are also finally in tune with the challenges facing our local communities. Whether it be a budgetary challenge or political hurdle, we understand because we've been there and we're ready to put our experience to work for you. Taft is a modern, progressive firm and is the trusted advisor to many municipalities. Taft, the modern law firm and a proud partner of AIM. To learn more, visit taftlaw.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Jennifer Simmons with AIM. I'm joined today by Mike Chambers. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Jennifer. I'm glad to be here. Well, let's uh, let's lay a little foundation for our members and listeners. Um, HomeServe uh, Service Line Warranty Program is one of AIM's newest endorsed programs. Um, and you're also a partner of the National League of Cities. So why don't you tell tell us a little bit about the NLC HomeServe program and your partnership with the NLC? Sure, sure thing. Well, yeah, just a little background too. Um, you know, my name is Mike Chambers. I'm the Regional Business Development Director uh, for HomeServe in the state of Indiana. And through our program, we work with cities and municipalities all across the country to make our service line warranty programs available for the residents. Um, and, you know, while, while cities and municipalities are doing their part to maintain the main water and sewer lines in the street, uh, what a lot of people forget about is the residence line. There are miles and miles of lines that are connected to the main lines that really uh, no one thinks about until they have a problem. And this public-private partnership actually helps to uh, address that side of the infrastructure. Um, and the program came about is, you know, we, uh, the National League of Cities in 2010, we had been offering this program to cities, uh, a few of them throughout the country. Uh, we ended up being endorsed by a couple of municipal leagues, the West Virginia Municipal League, the Oklahoma Municipal League. And then they took that program back to the National League of Cities who decided to vet it themselves uh, because they know this issue. You know, they've had their members call and say, hey, we keep getting issues with our water and sewer lines. We really don't have anywhere uh, to turn the residents to. So they decided to uh, launch this program. And that happened in 2010. And we've been doing it for them ever since. Talk a little bit about the program and how it benefits the communities and the residents specifically. Sure. Uh, you know, one of the major benefits of the program is simply the, the educational portion of it. Um, a lot of residents, as I said, they don't realize they're responsible for these lines. So when they have these issues, they look to their city to help them out. Um, and then the city will come out and find the issues on the resident side of the property. And because it's private, there's nothing they can do to, to help them. Uh, so that can create a lot of difficult conversations for, you know, council people and public works directors and to, to tell this, you know, these residents, hey, you're going to have to pay the five, six, seven thousand dollars that it's going to cost to, to replace and repair these lines. Um, and, you know, residents just don't have that kind of money. Um, so the nice part with our program is when the resident has an issue, all they do is make one call to us. We have a 24 hour day, seven day a week U.S. based call center. And then we dispatch a local contractor, make the repairs. 
that's another huge benefit of the program for the community as well as we only use contractors from there in the local area. Um, so not only does this help keep the dollars there locally, uh, but more importantly, we want to make sure the lines are fixed the way the city wants. So the local contractors are going to know what the codes are. They're going to pull all the permits and, and basically do the work uh, correctly. Um, the other nice part is because we have this contractor network, uh, residents can be confident in knowing that all of our contractors are vetted, uh, drug tested, licensed, insured. Um, so they're going to get the highest quality work from, you know, from a person that's coming out there to, to the, to the uh, repairs for them. And then the nice part for the city is it's a fully turnkey program. Uh, we handle all the marketing for it, the billing, the customer service, the claims. Um, there's no cost or anything for the cities to participate. And then we'll actually share a portion of all the revenue that's generated from the warranty sales. We'll give that back to the city that they can use however they choose. Well, how does that work? How does that revenue sharing work for the municipalities? Yeah, great question. So basically what we'll do is uh, we will give back 50 cents per month per product that's sold uh, back to the city. And the city can use these funds however they choose. Uh, some of our partners have came up with some great ideas. Uh, one of the more popular product or programs that they do is they'll use those funds to create uh, a fund for low-income families that might need help for their water bills. Um, others will put it back into an infrastructure project. We even have one that dedicates it to their fall festival back when we could do fall festivals and things before, <laughs> before all this has happened. Uh, but you can, you, you, know, you can do that however you want. Cities also have the option if they decide that they don't want the revenue, which about 80% of the communities take the revenue and do something good with it. 20% uh, will, will pass on the revenue. If you do that, we just lower the cost to the resident by 50 cents. Okay, so you alluded to this. Um, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, that just seems to make everything tougher. So what are you seeing with more and more people quarantined in their home? I presume their utility usage is up and you're seeing more need for your services. That's correct. You know, that's the one thing, I, um, you know, I, I don't think our plumbing systems were designed for us to be here 24 hours a day with wives, husbands, kids, you know, everybody here in the house uh, using it constantly. So we're seeing more and more claims every day. The other thing is, uh, you know, residents that are having issues because the claims are up, it's hard to get a contractor out here to have repairs. So the residents that don't have our program, they're waiting four or five, six, seven days just to have someone come out and look at it. Uh, where with our program, when, when you have a problem, you call us, we dispatch the plumber immediately. Um, they'll call you and, and set up a, a time to be on uh, on site. We find that typically most of all the claims are done within a 24 to 48 hour window with us. Uh, one other thing we'll see, we're seeing is because, you know, the unemployment's up and, and budgets are tight. Residents didn't have this kind of money before and now they, they don't have it, you know, now even more than ever. Uh, so they're looking for for a way to you know spend a couple dollars a month to transfer the risk of that high you know six seven eight thousand dollars so so they won't have to pay that when it happens. So how do residents know about the program? So once a community signs up, how do the residents find out that it's available? So we do uh, we make the all the education available through direct mail. So we never do any kind of telemarketing or door to door sales or anything like that. So you know I always get that question: Are my residents going to get you know calls and, and things about this? That won't happen. Uh, typically what we do is we mail letters to the homes three times a year. Um, and that letter will say something along the National League of Cities and the city wanna make you aware of this optional program. Before it's ever mailed to the residents, so we provide it to the city. So you guys have an opportunity to review it, uh, make sure you're happy with all the language. Only once it's approved will we send that out. Um, and then when the residents get the letter, they have the option to enroll. We have a tear off on the bottom that they can mail back in our postage page em envelope um, and sign up that way where they can go online. Um, a lot of residents will have questions, so we do have a 1-800 number that's dedicated that always answers, so they can call and, and ask questions, and then we can roll them straight over the phone. Have any cities, any of your member cities, done any additional marketing? 
Yeah, uh, it's it's all up to the city how you know how much we want to do, but a lot of them will do Facebook posts. Uh, they'll do uh, you know you know put stuff on their website where directed directly to us. Press releases. Uh, the more the more you make a, the program available, the more residents will learn about it, and the more that'll sign up for sure. What's participation been like in Indiana thus far? Before we partnered with you, I believe you were already working in Indiana. Correct. So we have uh, 21 cities and municipalities that are participating here in the program. Uh, you know, Evansville is one of our largest ones that they've been participating for a while. Um, give you a little bit about, you know, uh, how many of the residents sign up currently. We have 56,000 customers in Indiana that are signed up for our programs. Um, just to, And then just for savings, in the past three years, uh, we've saved Indiana residents over $4 million on the repairs of water and sewer lines. So it's something that it's a lot of money once you get into it, for sure. That is a lot of money. Um, so how does a city learn about the program? I mean, obviously, now that you're an endorsed program with AIM, um, we'll have you on our website or we have you on our, our website as an endorsed program. But how will cities, if they don't see those things, know to reach out to you to join the program? Yeah, um, they can they can reach out to me directly. Uh, my name is Mike Chambers and my phone number is uh, Eric724. 6786075 i can also be reached at mike m i k e dot chambers c h a m b e r s at homeserveusa.com um, and then i'm happy to speak with you typically i would come to your community i spend a lot of time there in indiana and, and do council a lot of times i'll come to the council meetings and explain everything to the council so that i can answer questions uh, now it's been a little challenging we're doing most of those meetings just like this on zoom and, and things like that um, so we're still doing that. We'll get the message out and, and answer any questions. I'm happy to just have a phone call with you and, and explain the program for sure. All right. Well, we're happy to have you as a as a partner at AIM. Thanks for joining the podcast and have a great day. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. This AIM Hometown Innovations podcast was sponsored by Taft.